Me and Faisal are having issues with introductions. We've been complaining about our intros for oh, a yeah, hot Oh yeah, we had sec. beef this week. Yeah. I feel like you need a... Do you know how on YouTube they have, Hi guys, welcome back to our channel. Nah, 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 nah. You guys need like a... A legit one, innit? Or even like if it's... um, Do you know they have them little um jingles at the beginning? Nah, nah. Or like a... Mm, <laughs> mm, tomato <laughs> podcast. Sorry, like, yeah. I don't know. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Faisal wants something legit, yeah. And I want something a bit messy, a bit not neat. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, what I was thinking is to have basically at the beginning a couple, um, maybe like 30 seconds of the main highlights of the, that specific show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. So, within, like the chunks. Jo- within the show. Within 30 the- seconds is long. Yeah, I know right, what you mean. Right, cool, like about 10, 15 seconds. Like, so just to entice the listener a little bit. Yeah. I don't know about a jingle, man. I just find it But what about corny. you said the tomato splashes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the beginning, like a massive tomato squashing, like... Or and like then yeah, or chopped or whatever, and then after just go straight into it, like yeah, you know, we're having a heated debate about something, and then people are like, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so I was right what I was saying. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, but was, I think fifty-fifty in it. <laughs> like we we both like, do you know what I mean? At first he was like, nah, 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 nah. What are you talking about, Pfizer man? Why are you trying, to, you, why are you trying to make this commercial for? I swear that. I'm Bruv. like, brother, <laughs> relax. <laughs> Like, it's not, I'm so I'm glad like, I can be open and honest about my like rants. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, oh, brother, relax. Like, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just trying to say let's have a professional, not a professional. I I think I used the wrong terms. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like I don't want it to be like the same as everyone else's in the sense that everyone has an intro, everyone has a specific like, um, what do you call it? Like a an order or like an. What's the word? I I'm mean, maybe for? I'm too organized. D. What do you think? Am I too yeah, much give, of an give organized us, you, person? Give us oh your third God. party um, oh opinion. Oh my God. No, she is. I know yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. But it's good. I like it because yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm not that bad. Actually. I would like to say I, I, I like to think I am, but I'm not sure if I, if I am. What do you think? Do you think I am? I don't think I am, but in some, in some aspects I am. Did you come early today? Yes, I'm always early. You know I'm always early. Ah! Uh, no, no, no. Not I'm always, not going to lie to you. Listen, early is not 2.30. We were all supposed to link at two. No, but I did. I was here at two. So why didn't you tell us? No, because I was trying to set this thing up, man. I believe it. Yeah, so you should have been there at 1.45. Yeah, no, no. I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to so lie. I'm not, not early. I'm on time. I'm on time. Yeah, I'm always early. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how to get rid of that condition. What condition? The fact that I'm always late to everything. Do you know what's crazy? The other day, I was with my friend. We're basically going to a festival in yeah, like yeah. Uh, a couple of months. And we was booking tickets. We wanted to like meet up to book tickets. I came half an hour late, and then she. But the thing is, I always come late to link her. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I know what you mean. I There's always of people that you. I don't know what it yeah. is. And then this time she's like, "If you ever come late again, we're done." I think you know because <laughs> you friends. know you can get away with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You're done before you book. You've booked your <laughs> ticket. Time with you. I've got a friend like that as well. I'm so considering fair. whether to invite him to my wedding or not, because I know he'll probably miss it. Oh no. And this is supposed to be my best mate. Is this not? Is this not? No, nah, it's not here. This is Hosan. You, you guys will all meet Hosan one day. He's a legendary character. Hosan. 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 He's from Iraq. It in in Arabic. Hosan. Ah, I don't know. That makes sense. I don't know, man. Is it Arabic? Know. I don't know. He's crazy. <laughs> Hosan just sounds a bit bizarre. Yeah. Um, is, is he Arabian? No, no, he's Iraq. He's from he's he's um he's from Iraq. He's Can Kurdish. I just say I really like your car. Thank you. Yeah. I really like it as well. I'm trying to keep it in one piece because the last car I had, like, I crashed it. I basically went into a really big accident, and they was fault? they wrote it off. No, no, no it wasn't. Uh, it was my fault. It was road rage in it. So I got I, I crashed it, and then I got myself a nice car, which is the single biggest mistake you can make. But I'm trying to be really careful. So it's been like 
six months, I think. Hmm. No, has it been six months? Maybe four. It's all right. Yeah, it gets me from A to B. Basically, it's reliable in it, which is the one thing that I was yeah. looking for. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have got myself something fancy, because I'm a guy, and you know, guys and their cars are just like, do you know what I mean? Women like cars too. No, women. Women like, like cars get, too. Are we gonna get into this? I mean, yeah. I, I can't lie to you. Yeah, I always respect a woman who's driving next to me who has a nice car and can. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't. I don't mean to. Be, women are better drivers than men. I don't. I don't mean Before to. Before you make your judgment. Yeah, I don't mean to like <laughs> put, put myself into this position. But when I see a woman driving, I mean, I do uh, have some presupposed assumptions. Yeah. Only because my experiences on the road have taught me mm-hmm. that the majority of women I come across on road are very, very careful and very, very slow. Mm. And for me. It stresses me out a little bit because I'm the complete opposite. Mm. Not that I'm reckless, mm. but I would say I'm just more efficient. <laughs> so you're trying to say women are less efficient drivers? If she wasn't here, I would say yes. But I'm not going to say yes. <laughs> but, but she I doesn't j- even drive. <laughs> drive. Hold on. She doesn't have a license. So you're at me. Yeah, yeah, no, I am. Come on, Fazi, you have to admit. Let's, let's be honest. No, but here. women are better drivers than men. Okay, if you're just talking men- about if you're talking about being more careful yeah. and more safe, then you're absolutely right. Yeah, men just like to go sometimes. That's I, I'm it. Not, like I'm not a reckless driver by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Even though I just said I had an accident, yeah. I'm just. I would like to say I'm a good driver. I mean, I'm. I, I, you know. You right. You right. It's because men like to break the. Oh, look, look, look. Men like yeah. to break the rules more. Uh, yeah, I think I bend the rules a little bit. Yeah, you guys start you know doing I mean? this madness from the from a young age. It's good, isn't it? Um, okay. Oh my god, I was supposed. To, I had this really cool idea in my head where I was supposed to introduce our special guest, but like, let me just do it anyway. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome oh, back to the Tomato Podcast episode thirty-eight. Damn, we are nearing Ooh, closer. I know, isn't it? To that fifty mark, it's crazy. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why he keeps on looking towards fifty, because fifty is half of a century, and half of a century is. Almost to triple figures. It's, it's 50 half of a century? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a century, 100 years. Yeah, yeah. man. A cent. Cent is 100. <laughs> Fam, you learn something, something new today. every single <laughs> day. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us again. And today we are blessed. We are joined by a very, very special guest. Actually, a Quite. guest that we've been waiting to have on the show for a very long time. Oh, Isn't really? that right, Pfizer? Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been I've been telling you to come on for the You've longest. Been at the top of the yeah. list for a while, man. Yeah, man. You always ignore me. Maybe I do. Alright. She's um, she's a celebrity, isn't it? So. Nah, she's. I mean, I I big your your singing a lot. Oh, like you, I actually rate your voice very highly. Um. Anyways, it's, it's D. You rates your voice. Wait, what's your, what, what's the other blues name that you go for by? The horn music. Yeah, blues for the horn music on um social media. But your name is D or D Deco D Deco. Yeah. Straight I'm up. Fine with both. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited. Ah! I'm really excited I'm as well. I'm happy that you're here. Yeah. Sorry, I got Ramadan breath. It's okay. <laughs> We're sharing a mic, so I'm betting her face. <laughs> it's okay. You just brushed your teeth two hours ago. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all right. Done though. Um, can I just say, by the way, I've just I've just said this, but your voice is really incredible. Oh, thank um, you. I don't understand why you're not like a recording artist. Do you know what I mean? Because your your voice, I mean, the, when I first heard your voice, I thought, "Raw, like you, you've got a hint of Beyonce there." 
Do you ever get told that? Be I honest. mean, maybe not Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, I get a bit of brandy. Yeah. But, um, no, I don't know. It's just get a bit of brandy. I get a bit what of brandy. What kind of brandy? In insecurities, <laughs> I get brandy. No, <laughs> not. Brandy. I'm joking. <laughs> it's a joke. I'm just kidding. No, um, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, as I say to everyone, it's just I love it, and it's not everyone's like, oh, you should do this and you should be at this position. But it's like, you know what? I just love the journey. I just mm. love creating music. Mm. I love writing it. Mm-mm-mm. So we'll just see what happens. But for now, I'm cool. I'm blessed. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. How long have you been singing for? Um, I would say since primary school. Like I would always do like um, those little like um, drama productions. So yeah. like in Oliver Twist, I was Nancy. Yeah. Um, me and my friend were the only like um, Punjabis. Uh, no, black people <laughs> in my primary school. For real? Where yeah. did you go? Hugh Middleton. Where? No, I don't know. Like I mean, area. Islington. Oh, so you are you brought up in Islington yeah, as well? Yeah, I've been brought up in Islington. But it's actually oh, nice so we're all in Islington. Are you? Excuse I mean, me, I'm from Camden. Camden. Oh, Camden, Camden yeah, yes. Yeah. So I was brought up in Islington as well. I thought um, you were brought up in Camden. No, 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 no. I live, oh. I, I'm really weird. Where I live here, I live in like f- near, um, very near to three different you boroughs. Used to. I used to, yeah. So I, I used to live in Islington, <laughs> but which was close to, very close to Haringey and also Camden. So oh, basically I where I would, where I used to live, if I crossed the road, um, I would end up in Haringey, literally the other side of my oh, road. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, I, I love my area, man. I'm so sad. Wait, that where I moved. did you grow up again? Who? What area? Me. Yeah. Um, Islington. No, but yeah. I went to school in Haringey. Uh, no, it's in like area 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 area. Well. Oh, um, 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 Elthorn. Elthorn. Elthorn Park. You know, um, what, the Archway. What's the place Archway N19. Um, it is. Oh, see, that's what you mean. That's why I said border line. Oh. Yeah. So what about you? Is it Highbury and Like yeah, Highbury and Angel. That Angel. Kind of area. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Where were we? We were talking about something. And music. Oh, oh, about your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's, yeah. So I was saying, um, production-wise. So yeah, I would always like do like little productions. So I was like Oliver Twist. I was Nancy, and then. My mum actually, she, I remember this. Um, mm. I was in the Christmas in the Christmas play. You know, everyone had like yeah, their little yeah, things. Yearly, yearly Christmas plays like during like year one, year two. Yeah, year yeah, yeah. I was like Angel Gabriel. Oh and really? They got me to do a solo, and I was like a staff. Like she clocked <laughs> after that. This is because obviously in Islam, we're not supposed yeah, yeah, to yeah, depict yeah. angels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like the angel, but it was nice. But I was I Mary. Yeah. I was like Joseph, the baby's coming. That's a that's a prominent role. I know, isn't that's it? That's amazing. I know, I know. <laughs> that's but the baby was upside down. So everyone started laughing and I got nervous. It'd be like that sometimes. I know. It'd be like that sometimes. That's so sick. I never knew that about you. Well, yeah. Huh? And she had an EP. Oh, yes. She you had an EP. Not long ago. Oh, my God, yeah. That was crazy. Um, Finna Touch a Beach. So how how's that going so oh my far? God. As in, um, are your expectations for the EP, have they been met? Or are you still waiting to see? Because obviously, I mean, I don't know what, what type of artist you are, but mm. basically, I have a friend 
um, Nahia, and he's an artist as well. He's so a, he's he's one of our co-hosts. Yeah, he, oh, sick. He, he's yeah. he's one of he, he basically when I started this podcast, I started it with him, mm. and he was a he was a lousy co-host. So I asked him. Wow, I'm so I'm, tired of you talking bro, trash about you know him yeah. every week. You know, listen, listen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Stop I'm sorry. Nahia knows about this. Him. I'll tell him straight up. <laughs> he's his not face, here to defend himself. No, I'll tell him straight up to his face, and he will say it. He'll be like, bro, you know me, this that and the other. Anyway, so so me and Nahia, like, um, you know, I've known him since primary school great guy um he sings and he plays the guitar as well and basically he's got a really big issue with numbers so anytime that he's about to release a project or a song he his focus will immediately turn to the amount of numbers that he will um potentially make and his anxiety levels will rise because his expectations won't be met so i don't know what it's like for you as an artist what do you look at nah and it's so interesting because i it was so crazy Pfizer was with me throughout the whole journey. I, Pfizer basically needs to become you a talent to, agency you don't manager. Need to talk about me but yeah, it's about anyways, you. anyways, <laughs> anyways. But um, no, I'm not really that fast to be mm. fair. I mean, what's nice is just getting the music out there. I think what excites me the most is when I hear like I remember the other day someone DM'd me like South Africa, like we've just heard one of your songs and South Africa loves it. I'm just like, this is mad. The fact that it's reaching more than the UK, that makes me happy mm. rather than the number of streams that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just about building that like fan base, I think. Yeah. And I'm fine. I'm, it's, it's, it's a journey and I'm, I'm enjoying mm. it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. That's so relatable, man. I feel like we're in the same boat as well, Faisal. What do you think in terms yeah, of this absolutely. podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say you're you're a bit, you're kind of going towards Go Nahaya's yeah. side. Am I? Yeah, oh. compared to me. I'm not no. worrying. I'm not. Com- I'm not worried. I'm not worrying about the um, streams and stuff. Bro, if you listeners. ever leave this podcast, you know, it's just, I'm locking it off. You know, it's done. What? Yeah, Aww. man. What do you mean it's done? No, that's not what I'm. What I'm trying to say. So what I'm trying, trying to, say? to say is in you caring about the streams and the listeners. Oh, you're a bit like Nahia um, compared to. Okay, compared so to me. Basically, when I first started this, <laughs> um, it was solely because. I was very, very influenced by Joe Budden and oh. I loved his podcast show and that really sort of encouraged me to start my own with my own friends, but my friends flopped it. So no. I was like, cool, I still <laughs> want to do this because I love talking and, you know, if I can talk and enjoy it and have a, if I can have a reason to talk, then why not take Absolutely. advantage of it, exploit it? So yeah, I started it for fun and then only recently... Um, I've, I have been s- like subconsciously thinking about numbers only because I do want this to grow and I do see the potential in this podcast actually 100% so I think you're right when you say I'm slowly swaying towards numbers but that's yeah. scary no. because last time I did that when I was making YouTube videos it was mad because that completely took over my whole mindset Um, like I used to really 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 love making videos I had a massive passion for it and the moment I started focusing on numbers, I saw it as a chore and I stopped making videos since mm. like a year and a half. I mean, don't get it twisted though. For example, like sometime for it reached about like 7,000 streams. Um, that's, that's, an, that's like, oh my God, there's 7,000. That's amazing. But I wouldn't, that doesn't, that's not the end or be all, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the streaming yeah. is not the end or be all. It's just, it's nice to know that people are listening to it and, mm. and like there's a lot of playlists. Do you know what I mean? It's that, of oh, course. people are listening to it and it's spreading. Yeah. I think that's what I like as opposed to just being gassed by numbers. Yeah, if yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I hear you. I hear it's you. It's about the aftermath of that, if that makes yes. sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. All right. Um, I guess introductions are well and truly. Yeah, Fires is here too today. Fires is back. 
Yeah, again. After a week. Yes, episode 38, guys. Faz, how's your, how's your week been? My week's been all right, actually. Yeah. It's gone really quick. <clears throat> I'd say it was a bit like... I'm not lying. I'm not gonna lie. Ramadan's been quite hard. Bro, Ramadan, yeah. Let me tell you, <laughs> cause the first week was incredible. It was amazing. The second week has been draining every like cell of my body, and I. It's really frustrating because I really want to take advantage, but I can't mm. because the life we live, we're too busy. Yeah, but let's man. touch on that later properly, innit? Yeah, we'll talk about. It. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Um, so uh, your first topic. All right. So let me just quickly um, oh, okay, explain so. to our guests how this works. So ah. um, the Tomato okay. Podcast is a place where we discuss weekly trending topics, and instead of focusing on you, although we would love to focus on you, mm-hmm. we um, allow our guests to express their opinions on certain topics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So obviously, bare other podcast shows when they bring in their guests, it's all centered around their guest. But you know, I want it to be about you Us. know. The weekly news, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. want to talk about, and we want to discuss, Definitely, and see what's yeah. happened. And but it's always talking about other podcasts, isn't it? Fam, because I'm sour in it. Like I'm so, I'm so sorry, but the amount of podcasts I listen to and the platform Aries, they're on, man. I'm just like, bro, why are you like, how are you getting listeners? Sorry, I'm a hater in it, straight up. <laughs> At least you're honest. Trust me. <laughs> um, okay. So. At least you're honest. So, 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 so. Um, this is week two of Ramadan, and we are so having. Is it week three? Relax, relax. relax. No. It can't be. It can't be. You know, Ramadan's actually um, got me to have an Islamic calendar. Really? Yeah. So, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's week two. Day 14. Day 14, yeah? Yeah. All right, sick. So, day 14 and um, basically the, the, the four episodes in Ramadan, we are dedicating it specifically to Ramadan and we're talking about um, issues in the Muslim community in and around the world. And mm. basically discussing them, trying to put it on a platform so that people around the world can notice these things happening. Mm. So, um, Pfizer, you've got the order. What are we starting off with? <laughs> Jeremy Cole. Hey! <laughs> I love you like, yes, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting with the... <laughs> Jeremy Cole. <laughs> no, no, no. There are things like little things here and there which is still like quite relevant to, to the show, of course. But, you know, we, we are trying to... Um, get the message out there. But anyway, let's start off with. Um, they don't want it to be too Muslimic, in it. Yeah, trust me. For listening, we've got we've got a diverse range of people listening. One hundred percent. Boom. So ITV has permanently cancelled the Jeremy Kyle show. Yeah. Um. After a sixty-three-year-old grandfather, I don't know why I'm laughing. Sixty-three years old. Yeah, he was sixty-three. Okay. Called Steve Diamond. Convicted paedophile, by the way. Not convicted. Oh, is it? Is he convicted? I didn't know that. Accused. Actually. Accused paedophile. They did not write that everywhere. Oh, that's in that. Plot twist. <laughs> mm. His wife, his wife accused him of being a pedophile after he died. By the way, oh okay. So the show has been around for fourteen years. Mm. Just to let you know, Jeremy Card has made three. Well, his net worth yeah. is three point seven eight million. He's chilling, man. So the fact that the show is closed, I don't think that's really made a difference. No. Yeah, but moving on. To him and his like life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's he's secured for the co- yeah. next couple of years. Okay, and um, the reason why they've stopped the show is because this person has died. Do you think there's other, there's been other incidents like this um, that they haven't brought to the limelight? I think, personally, I don't know. 
Do you know what? There's this whole issue with this whole um, Jeremy Kyle thing, which has been blown out of proportion a little bit. So ITV have the whoever whoever's the executive producer of ITV has an issue with the Jeremy Kyle show in the sense that they don't necessarily like the show um, and what it stands for. So. Bit, but they can't they're 14 years late though yeah no no but what I'm saying is um, th- this is a new boss in ITV mm. who oh, has an okay. issue with the Jeremy Kyle show she doesn't necessarily like the Jeremy Kyle show doesn't think it should be on ITV but she can't take it off the what do you call it schedule, schedule. because you know without a valid reason so I think personally this is the perfect opportunity or this was the perfect opportunity for her to get the show off ITV mm, mm, mm. Um, there very well may have been cases where people have because you can't you can't possibly um, keep your keep keep, keep oh my god I've lost weef my words weef, weef. <laughs> keep on weef, track weefer. keep on track with um, all of the participants mm. on the show mm. and half of them I mean come on 90% of the people that go on the show do lead a bit of a dodgy life not necessarily a dodgy life. They are, you know, they're, they're yeah, they're working class. They're poor. They're marginalized. Yeah, they are. And it's like they're exploiting these people. Let's be honest. Fact, they're exploiting themselves. People actually call up to go on the show. I feel like though, there's definitely a financial gain for them to go. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're getting paid for it. Of course. You I'm think so? Really? I think so. I think mm, so. Yeah. I think that's so like, interesting. Yeah. I never definitely. thought of that. I mean, either that or their their expectation of solving this problem. It'll be like, oh, it's three. It's like free free therapy, which mm. you see, obviously, middle class people get this for what? Mm. They have to pay for it for this. Even if it's not them getting money out of it, it's them maybe thinking or assuming that they will get some sort of clout benefit. or something that will. clout. I think it's more like they think they are benefited. Maybe like their mental health will improve. I generally feel like most people are there for to help themselves yeah but some of them obviously are there for clout but i think overall jeremy Carl, let's just be real it's just the exploitation of white mm. white working class mm. do you know what i mean for entertainment and i think for a long time growing up watching it i i loved watching it i loved I, it it was entertaining i, I Bruv, hated yes. it but you guys can go on that's crazy that i but now looking back and i think maybe because i'm now a little bit educated it's funny right so that's right now <laughs> my old uni right now so um, on. when yeah, did you yeah. graduate from there um we hold it well, oh sorry 2015 2015 so quite recently how long ago was that was that four, four years, years ago well you're old you were <laughs> yeah bruv. i'm joking i'm still because <laughs> i always used to be I around it a year later um when yes did you graduate i i graduated two years ago that's alright. Mm. Yeah. So 2017. Mm. 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sick. But yeah, like I think. Um, what did you study, by the way? Politics. Oh, so sick. Politics, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm. I'm glad I did go. Um. Even though it's a, such a bubble. Mm. Such. It's interesting. I was walking past right now. I wish I went to Soas, man. And then the so there's a Brunei gallery right there. Yeah, yeah Brunei no, gallery right. isn't funded by the SOAS. The SOAS, um, it's funded by the Brunei government. Right. So this this whole this whole like bit you can see there, that we have like um uh less like we can have um like seminar classes there, but it's not it's not SOAS. If that it's not SOAS. Yeah, premises. yeah, makes sense, makes sense. So basically, the Brunei thing about the homosexuality thing, if I walk past, 
everything's like crap like it's smashed really and like an lgbt flag on top and i was expecting it i was just like Nothing. oh good also that's yeah good trust on good on them um sorry Okay, back. <laughs> you know, I've walked past that like every day. Really? And I've never noticed it. I just it's sick, you know. What's going on? I looked up and then I saw the LGBT I've never, flag. I've never noticed it. Oh wow, that's mad. That's mad. But Senate House has an LGBT flag. Yeah, I know. And it's been having that for us. ages. I just realised it like two weeks ago. You're right. Is your headphones bugging out? Yeah. It's going. It's, it's got a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to invest in new headphones, man. Wait, it's back. Didn't last very long. It's okay kind of back <laughs> it's all right it doesn't matter you don't really need to hear yourself i kind of do i like to hear myself <laughs> trust me okay sods um yeah moving moving back to what going back to what you said earlier um jeremy kyle and white Jer- working class corbin. people um jeremy kyle what is it jeremy? white work jeremy kyle yeah Jer- mm. jeremy, jeremy kyle. kyle um yeah i just feel like when you were growing up growing up i loved watching it i literally I wake up with my cocoa pops yeah, First man. thing on turn on ITV and then watch it. Bro, it was too funny. My mum used to hate me watching it though. Same. She was like, This is so bad. Like, no, like, yeah. look at this. Fitna, fitna. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. But, like, what does fitna mean? Uh, fitna is like, uh, how do I explain it in, in English? Um, um, problematic. Fitna, fitna is fitna. corruption? No, corruption. It's like um, stirring, like, it's, it's problems. Like it's, I wouldn't say problems in a sentence oh this is a fitna we shouldn't be doing this this is a oh man I'm not it's, it's, it's basically unrest. a term that this apparently it means unrest or rebellion especially against no Bruh, that's very principal. that's, that's <laughs> a lie <laughs> I don't think trust what? I was like this is like a freaking revolution Bruh, Google you're lying to us boy it's fitna is basically a, a term that describes um, it's, it's used to describe Fam, no, I'm lost. It's basically, uh, um, I would just say, like, let's say if you were to see a naked woman on the street, you'd be like, Allah, fitna. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> things... It's not sinful. I wouldn't say sinful. Yeah, but it's like, oh, this is a bit in like... In the category of being sinful or troublesome. Is, yeah. Troublesome. Yeah. Troublesome is a great term. Yeah, so this crap. definition was right. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. boom. Well, let me... T- I never used to like watching it. Why? I thought I was shocked that a man would go on TV and start shouting at people. And they were happy with it. Do, what do you not think about Jeremy Carl and his actual... Um, the way that he operated the show, the way that he would treat his participants? I think it's so disrespectful. And I think it's it's sad that people like him and Gordon Ramsay... Yeah. What, what would be if you got Wait, Gordon Ramsay? That they will go on TV nah, as nah, men nah, nah, nah. I got and start shouting Gordon Ramsay, you know? at people. Nah, 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 nah. As a way, I and mean, that's how they make their money. They disrespect yeah, people. No. They make people cry. No, 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 no. no, no. That's not you got the wrong end of the stick, mate. No. Yeah, you do. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying yeah. to help these people, but the reality is, it's not in a polite manner. At least with Maury, mm. he was quite polite. Mm. But Jeremy, he'd be in your face. Yeah, I, d- I and didn't he was rate disrespectful. The way he did that. Yeah, yeah and it was like, how can you make money from being disrespectful? I don't know why these people are constantly allowed to have a platform mm. to disrespect people that are marginalized. Real, real lives. Real, yeah, real these lives. are real people. You know, you yeah. never talk to your wife like that. Yeah, you never get into her bed and be like, why didn't you clean the dishes? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So why would you do it to someone else? Because they're what? They're broke. Mm. I'm quite surprised that ITV um, let him get away with, not even get away with, but let it 
go on for as long as it did go on for because I totally agree with you the way that he treated his guests and you know the participants on the show and everything was you know very immoral and it sort of highlighted the class division we have in society um, and the pe- pe- was it hierarchy of men how men are just put on a pedestal as well I'm sorry. Why are you acting men yeah. for, bruv? you? No, I'm not. Because <laughs> as a man, come on now. You can't nah, be standing no, there. It's, it's, it goes way beyond men, though. I think it's to do nah. with the working class, middle class, yeah. sort of um, the gap and how middle class people, they think, how they look at working class people. Jeremy Carter is a great sort of... Um, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's the best sort of summarized argument of what of this problem between working class and middle class. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad they didn't have like people of color in there. I feel like there was. And sometimes. I was. It's uh, very yeah. rarely, very yeah, rarely. very rarely. Yeah. Um, the black was, boyfriend. But mainly northerners. Yeah. Northern white mm, working class families. So mm. in a sense, it's because they were playing it safe. Yeah, I'm quite happy that they ended it because, fam, they were ruining their sort of reputation. They were re- they were putting a bad reputation for Northern. But then a lot show. of people are arguing that why is Love Island being continued? That's what's up. Ooh, that's what's oh my up. god! That's a very, very, I mean, I'm not gonna. I love I love Love Island. Yeah. Oh, you know, I see that mixed race boy every day. Who? The short one. Wes. Yeah. No, not Wes. The other thing. I don't know the other thing. The one that was going out of Kaz. Oh, I don't watch the show, Josh. so I don't have a yeah. clue. What yeah, yeah, that guy. About. I see him every day, you know. Lives, I think he lives in Camden. Yeah, he does live in Camden. Someone was telling me back in the day that he... Yeah, he's a Londoner, and he's very rich. He's, like, middle class. Mm. Do you know my, my cousin had a theory about Love Island? Go on. She said that, you watch this, every single person on that show is middle class. Yeah. Every single person. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, there's, a, there's definitely... And she was comparing it to another type of show and how that is not treated. I can't remember all damn. But, like... The, uh, the the thing is that every single contestant in that show was middle class mm. and how the way it was is depicted is quite different to why do, why are they all twats though why are they all so like fickos but they're not really i mean well i haven't watched this i don't know but the, the impression that are, i get from their these mommy lot. and daddy got their money so they can they can afford to be thickos yeah do you know what fair i mean enough, fair we enough. can't we can't afford to be thickos mm. <laughs> very true you're absolutely right, absolutely right. <laughs> so this so so actually he looks like look look, look what he's wearing uh, a blue ripped up jumper with brown threading in he the, looks the homeless inside. he does but look for homeless to him his but style that that is i'll tell you what that is that is the epitomized um image of or or, or symbol of soas but that also right absolutely but so also, why can't kanye sell clothes i like, like kanye that? i don't want to talk about kanye who's kanye man Kanye is like that's that's another story for another. He's day. annoying, fam. So wait, there What's was two suicides, isn't it, because of Love Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suicide. So actually, this so why shouldn't that show be? Sh- thank you. So so you come onto a very good point here, and actually we've delved into sort of a new um, direction um, where we can now address the wider sort of reality TV reality tv reality tv shows yeah, the industry itself the industry itself and how they're exploiting um, people what is the purpose of reality tv mm-hmm. the shows like big brother like love island mm-hmm. um what is the purpose and what is the consequences and again 
I really wanted to talk about James Charles and that video that he posted up yesterday. And, you know, a lot of people are going to think like, oh, my God, what, what are you on about? Sorry. What? James, yeah, James exactly. Charles, James Charles, the uh, makeup artist. You know, the um, the homosexual guy who... Yeah, it wasn't Let part me... of our topic list. Oh, no, that's fine. Let me no, it wasn't. Google it. Um, do you know what with me? I'm bad with names. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, no, no one does. Like, I don't <laughs> like him either. Like him. But I found I I basically watched his video that he, re- he released yesterday. It was 41 minutes long, and it was addressing a situation that he's having with 41 another. Minute. 41 minutes long. How did you have time to do right, that? Right. Let me say. Let me explain. Um, oh. 41 minutes long, and he was addressing a situation that he was having with another makeup artist, and this whole beef between them to do with some makeup um, brands. Right. It's it's so like. The clout chasing. I I just I I find I f- I feel a bit like annoyed at myself for watching it but the reason why it was so interesting for me is because wow. um i was to watch it, it was way, so, it was no honestly it was so insightful mm. to really look into him his story and see how much this small issue is affecting him and basically the way i was looking at him is i was basically using him as a case study to mental health mm. and how you know how young people are being so affected by mental health mm. because of this specific situation the fact that you become famous online so quickly so easily and you don't know how to deal with it mm. and because you can't run to people we're living in an age now where social media is the direction where people turn to um your mental health will only deteriorate further if you try and deal with it because people deal with it by turning to social media to their fans thinking you know my fans are the people who make me happy who put me on this platform they deserve to know not even they deserve to know but i know if i'm feeling down i can turn to them and they'll make me feel better Mm. um but it's like a false sort of it's a facade yeah yeah is a facade um and 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 i think reality tv is that it's the purpose of reality tv is to entertain its viewers but the price um that they're paying is through people's lives um because i don't think people fully realize what they're getting into until they're in and I don't think even we understand it yeah. because in my head, being famous is, you know, getting all this attention, all of this love and affection from people, being given free stuff, money, house cars. But when you think about it deeply, you need to sort of understand what you're also going to be giving up. You're giving up your privacy. You're giving up, um, you know, being being a human being yep. because you have to be you conscious become, every single second. Yeah, a product. You're yeah, yeah, product. yeah. You're objectified. You're objectified, um, exactly. By, yeah. by society, by the rest of the world. Um, so I mean I don't think this is the final sort of case that we're going to see where a life has been taken through Definitely. reality TV I think Definitely. I think there's a lot more to come yeah. and I think this is a great point to move on absolutely I mean it's one of those situations where now that they've now that they even know that the whole Jerry McCall show was stopped because of someone committing suicide and they still continue not necessarily like with Love Island like they're gonna continue mm. promoting it anyway. Mm. Two lives, you know. Yeah, that, I, I find it really shocking. And I, what what shocked me even more is that the media weren't really highlighting it as much. I'm telling you, because it's middle class. I'm te- I've got that theory about uh, um, in terms of um, 
Love Island. You would think though that two lives being taken. Yeah. By the way, suicide from one show. It's not really a coincidence. Why didn't anyone hype about it as much as they? Class. Mm. Class. That's so sad. It's really sad. It is quite sad actually. So next topic is um, the abortion um, law in um, Alabama. Yeah. Um, so just to give you guys an insight about that. Um, so the southern state Republican government passed mm. the most restrictive abortion law, banning all procedures, procedures unless the mother's health is at risk, mm. which does not include exemptions such as rape, rape and incest. And incest. So, hmm. do you so. want to go? Let's let's see what Farhan thinks. Bruv, like, what what can you say to that? You can't really say nothing, really, other than I'm not surprised because it comes from a southern state and we know what South is like over there, and that I don't think mm, there can be anything done to stop it. Although I know they're trying to do stuff to stop this bill from passing. It's already passed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So what can you do? I mean. I don't, bruv, I don't even know why we're talking about this because it's like, it's it's just frustrating, isn't it? The fact that this has happened in 2019 and at a time where, you know, we're so, <clears throat> I've, I'd say the majority of the world has turned to this social liberal kind of side. Yeah, do you know what I mean? We're so advanced. We are so advanced and well, we are so also, we're very, in the West. we're very, very conscious of, you know, all of these hypersensitive topics like homosexuality like abortion like religion you know all of these kind of things so it frustrates me that stuff something like this is happening in 2019 regardless of where where it is in the world it's just annoying that it's happening but it's even more annoying that we're accepting it like i'm at a position now where okay fine it's happened what do you want me to do do you know what i mean like i feel so hopeless basically i'm helpless. shocked mm. I'm, I'm actually i'm not i'm not surprised mm. because I think again it's a classist thing mm. um, because the way I see it is and the way I've understood it is like most of the people that would get a, an abortion from a free health kind of centre or just a centre in general mm. they can no longer have access to it mm. whereas the people that are middle class they will always find a way anyways because right. they would know a doctor or their you know the accessibility for them to take have an abortion mm. would be easier yeah whereas with what was you going to say something no, no. yeah like whereas the people who like don't have access to like free healthcare or whatever or just have the ability to have it either travel to another city or whatever it is they've now like marginalized them even more. It's mm. a way to control them. And the fact that it's all white men that are like, all like creating yeah. these laws and like are controlling the whole situation. It's, it's not surprising. Mm. Um, no, not. And what is even like sadder is that you can still get an abortion done in yeah, but America. That's, that's what I was gonna say actually. But you you've can... just decided to now restrict yeah. those people from having access and having a freedom to do what they want but yet 
And what what was crazy when I was reading the articles, they were like, yeah, but you know, it's the same in Turkey and in India. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now you want to side with those countries that the you... Same, the same country, well, Turkey specifically, that it, you don't like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now you like them because your views are similar but yeah. to, for your arguments. And it's, it's really sad because it's like, it's people of colour that will be affected Facts. the most. That's exactly, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Exactly. When you said about... Um, um, the, like middle class people will have access to even travel to another state to to get mm. it done you ha- it was interesting because I saw it on Instagram there's like three points I want to make the first point is the fact that it affects people say yes it affects women but it affects black women mm. in general let's be let's keep it 100 like these people that are that have created these laws are systematically trying to um, systematically trying to like aff- like I don't want to say fuck up because I'm fasting, but like literally mess up. f up, f up, <laughs> mess yeah. up the like black family mm. oh and, the, and and the and the to- and, and the black women auton- like the autonomy of black women, and I feel like that the people trying to tend to forget that a little bit because yeah. I had that argument like within Instagram, that was very interesting and it made absolute sense. Mm. The second argument was people that were like, oh. So now you want to talk about equality and everything, mm. but when bl- police brutality, so it's like the black, not the Black Lives Matter, but the so when police brutality is happening in America, you don't want to mm. speak up, but when it's yeah. this, you want to speak up. I'm like, I mean, yeah, it's but true, it's true. But and if you if you really deep it, these laws and legislations, one hundred and ten percent people racism. of color are, are affected the most. So this mm. is another racist attack. Yeah, it's a, another racist, institutionalized attack on people of color in America, and this is why I love Islam so much because mm. one of the arguments about this was oh, it's, it's about religion, but one yeah. of their kind of yeah, yeah main yeah. arguments was yeah, religion. It, it's so interesting as to how they like apply religion once when they want when yeah. they want. Yeah, exactly. yeah, continue exactly, yeah. and the fact that Islam allows women. Mm. To have abortions, mm. people d- people don't know. A lot of people, a lot of Muslims don't know this. Mm. Like, I think it's within four months. One hundred and twenty days. I think it's within four months. A woman's allowed to, um, if she's been raped, she's allowed to, and any other if if it, if it's affecting her health, she's she has that choice, and she she has a choice. Period. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, Alhamdulillah for Islam. That's what I'm saying. So, mm. <laughs> it's it saying. is it is shocking. Wow, but it's I mean, so mad. It's so mad that you lot um made that sort of race argument because I didn't think about it at all. But when you really deep it, it's so crazy how, like, at what lengths they're going to in order to keep this, like, race centered. Um, I don't know what word you'd call control. it. Control. It's just control. Yeah. Mm. They want to wow. continue controlling black people mm, this and agenda like, yeah and they, it's the constant they actually have it's some embedded crazy in agenda. their system let's be honest yeah. and even Donald Trump's like oh yeah um, you know I agree with the abortion laws but um, yeah we should we shouldn't allow that like for example if someone was to get raped or if it's like incest or whatever he's like yeah that that shouldn't be acceptable but yeah the abortion laws right I'm like what are you even talking about who even gave you the perm- as a whole president, how could you allow something like this to happen? I don't understand. Donald Trump, he's done so. I know, I know. It's mad. It's actually mad. Sometimes I feel like yeah, it's yeah. it's mad. 
Yeah, yeah it's mad. You can't. Not... Yeah, I'm lost for words. I'm. Do you know what? I'm at a point now where I've I've given up. Like, I'm so tired of being frustrated and venting my frustration. It's like, but it frustrates me more that I'm frustrated. No, no, it frustrates me more that I've chosen to give up. Mm. In terms of, you know, vent my frustration and try to get people to understand because. Sorry, but we're living at a time where we haven't really moved forward. We no, we haven't, and if anything, we've moved back backwards. Mm. I feel like we're living at a time now where you can show someone proof, evidence of X, Y, and Z, mm. and they still wouldn't believe you. Mm. Like every single piece Definitely. of evidence that you can find. But and you know what it is? I also feel <clears> like <throat> I also feel like um, sorry, I feel like I've got this this Ramadan breath. I'm just like I also feel like um, no, no, go on. I also feel like even though um, (laughs) (laughs) I also feel like you're right to say helpless but I feel like don't be helpless because end of the day it's not your job to educate every single person in this world Mm. do you know what I mean end of the day if you in in your time this is going to sound very like um, preachy but like you can do even if it's 1% of Mm. helping yourself or your community or bettering something within like your fam whatever it is like mm. you have that power to do that and i feel like i was so angry back in the day and about the race issues about everything i remember telling a colleague of mine actually about this i was such a, i was so angry about the world and how it is as a black woman and and, and ha- as a black muslim and, and the fact that i am such a target like <laughs> like yeah. the three what, what do we used to say the three um the three like things i'm a muslim i'm black and also i'm a woman those are the three like fucked up things characteristics characteristics or whatever you want to call them the characteristics your target is yeah it's it's the three like main identities that Mm. are just like targeted in this world Mm. Mm. um but i choose not to be like helpless or angry i choose you know what let me try do something whether it's helping my community in any way Mm. to just better Mm. ourselves in in any way we can and I think that's what we should be focusing on. I hope one day I can develop that sort of patience and um, perseverance because I have a really bad habit when I come into contact with something negative. Mm. Like, it's so hard to pick up, like pick myself up again. It's like this morning when I was watching that that video about Yemen. Like, oh, really? Like, like little yeah. things like that do get to me, Definitely. and a lot. Like, if I have a negative encounter with a, a racist who's you know treated me in a certain way like, that'll mess me up for the whole day mm. and, it, and it will stick to me and it will affect me long term yeah not just short term so i think that's why um and to, even today like i was actually considering thinking to myself like i was speaking to someone the other day about potentially moving abroad um mm. to malaysia oh wow i was thinking about malaysia and i've had these ideas for a long time first it was canada then it was australia then australia. hi hi come and join us um, it was Canada, <laughs> then it was Australia, then it was. <laughs> and and um, yeah, recently I was thinking about Malaysia. I could move over there. I could um, live life how I want to live without being prejudged or without being targeted. And you know, it's so mad to think as a British citizen, I'm having these thoughts. Can you imagine? I mean, it's definitely not mad to think that. I find it mad because I should not feel like that. I should feel like I want to um, belong here, mm. but I don't. I don't like. I've never ever. I, I spoke to Faz about this in a, like a really early episode, um, where I was saying how I don't. I've never felt like I belong anywhere. I've never felt like I have a community mm. 
somewhere. Like I have a home. Do you know what I mean? Can I ask? Are you, are you, are you Bengali? I'm Bangladeshi. Yeah. Bangla- Bang- Bangladeshi. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a problem within the community, or is it with? Is it just you? Do you have friends that feel the same, or do you have friends that oppose what you just said? Um, I don't really have friends. What do you mean? Big man things. I've. Yeah, I'm. I'm one of his only friends. Big man, not not even joking. This is. It's gonna sound so well, like okay, like family really members. Though. So basically, <laughs> I love the. Basically, he's like, yeah. what? <laughs> no, you I get you, bro. No, no, but it's it's I mad because yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is about me, but I just I have a really weird sort of outlook on. I'm a very very big analyst, right? I analyze everything. So it doesn't matter what situation I'm in, mm. I'll analyze and I'll read into every little detail. Good. If I'm with to- if I'm with someone mm. and I'm talking to them, I'll analyze their behavior. I'll try and read them, try and get what they're about. Mm. And because I like to feel like I'm someone who's raw, genuine, I don't have an agenda. If I'm talking to someone, I will portray myself as myself mm. and not as someone else. So, and I feel like it's so frustrating for me to try and, you know, because if I wanted to, I could have a bag of friends. It's not difficult. Yeah. But I know. choose not to. Yeah. You, you like to be by yourself. Um. Yeah, but also but I know that if, I'm, if I want to try and make friends with someone, whoever I'm going, whoever I'm speaking to, they're not going to portray themselves as themselves. Do you know what I mean? I just personally feel like people are too scared to be themselves. We're living, we're living in an era where, we're trying to be something or like someone. I think it's because you're quite young. Do you f- oh, come on, man. Get off that, man. Nah, I'm, not, I'm not like trying to target your yeah, age yeah. Cause just because I'm two years. Yeah, I'm not mm. like, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be patronised or anything. Mm. But I feel like as you like get older, mm. you go to a different dimension kind of in, of your life. Mm-hmm. And just your friendship dynamics changes. Mm. And I feel like that is very, very like normal. Mm, mm. very 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 normal i think even with a lot of friends that i've had like previously i mean i'm still in contact with them yeah but i might not be how do you say it like as interactive as i was before okay or maybe invested Mm. so it's not the fact that you know you're a loner and you choose. No, to no be I definitely like do not no, class myself as a loner. No, no, I'm just like I'm just yeah, yeah. saying. Mm, mm, mm. But in general, like even with myself, as you, I think as you get older, you just generally your mm, cy- mm, mm. your you know your circle becomes more diverse. Mm. So the age range changes. Yeah. Two, it either becomes really tight, and you start to differentiate yeah. who's like your close friends. Yeah. What family members you can actually like rely on? Mm-hmm. What family members like you really do appreciate? Mm-hmm. Or what family members are just your family members by name? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like things like that in general, and just like understanding what you want in a friendship. Mm. I think that's what you were trying to say. I think yeah. you're like, okay, I know what I want. I can bring into my friendship, mm. like relationship, because I think friendships is a form of relationship. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Of course so. It is, yeah. You know what you can offer. Mm. You just want to know what the other person can offer. I think even with me and you, mm-hmm. the fact that I came into your podcast, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think you kind of knew that as a friend, mm. like it was a two-way thing. There was a balance. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a conversation that I was having yesterday as well. I think it's all about having that balance. And yeah. if you find like certain friendships creates an imbalance, then yeah, fuck it. Sorry. Sorry, I don't um, mean to swear. But yeah, we can go I'm into sorry. the next topic. Yeah. Um after 
Well, now. Sorry. Um, Sorry, I just want to ask. So what were you saying? You're asking me a question about, is it my community? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. No, it's fine. I can't remember. It was a, we just went on a yeah, mad yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Um, you said about belonging. Right. I remember uh, that now. Yes. Belonging. And, and I was like, is it is it your community or people around you that um, have the same issue? Um. All right. I'm going to paint a really quick, like, short story of my life here. So throughout my primary school and secondary school and college and I say not uni but college sort of life I've always tried to fit into a certain group mm-hmm. and I've always tried to be someone in order to be someone do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I've tried to change myself in order to belong in, in a group or be accepted or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and now I'm at a stage where I despise that mm-hmm. um, so when I see my community <clears throat> the South Asian community they hold these sort of certain cultural baggages mm-hmm. it really puts me off for example so, uh, into it, but for okay, so for example, let's say expectations. Okay. Let's say within families, yeah, the woman has a role to look after the children, mm-hmm. um, to cook, to clean, mm-hmm. and to provide for her husband. I hate that sort of cultural baggage. Um, education, you're expected to get, you know, the highest of highest grades. You're expected to be either a doctor or a lawyer. I hate that sort of cultural baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> certain societal community roles. Um, if you're part of a certain group, you need to be treated in a certain way. Mm. I hate that cultural baggage. Mm. My community are the worst when it comes to carrying these really bad habits. Mm. Um, and it's mad because it continues. It, it's sort of, it's a cycle. Like the young, the youngsters are taught these kind of things. And then they, when they grow older, they have these weird perceptions that, you know, I need to be this sort yeah. of way. So I'm really put off when it comes Great to my sort of community. Well. Say that again. Great disappointment. Yeah, yeah, massive yeah. disappointment. So, so when it comes to my community, like, I'm, I'm not very, you know, patriotic as a as a Bangladeshi individual. Mm-hmm. And I'm not patriotic as a British citizen because what's the point? Any anything that I associate with Britain comes from the right wing, mm. right? Um, so yeah, that's that's really interesting. I think that's quite unique. I think. Mm. I think because I asked that because so many people, the I guess the stereotype is you know the South Asian community they're not belonging because they don't believe in British values and we need to bring them out to the British no, values no 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 um, but your your case is quite interesting because Ruff, like my Britishness is so British I would say that I'm more British than the majority of British people mm-hmm. but I just don't have that patri- patriotic side mm. do you know what I mean but that's very British mm. so it's weird I kind of feel like you do not just sign up, not to project things yeah, 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 yeah. on you yeah, but I think on. I think you you are a proud Bangladeshi but I also mm. feel like you're you don't like certain things about the culture, and you wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to like let that go, mm. and that's you having that challenge of because it's so entrenched within the culture. Yeah, I don't know if I fuck with that too tough, mm. and I think that's like me within the smiley culture as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that I I hope and pray to reject when I'm older. Do you yeah. know? I think Pfizer can agree to that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and like having that, just knowing basically, I'm not gonna do that when for my kids or yeah. people around me are not gonna think certain things about women or women are not gonna mm. do X, Y, and Z or the expectation or da 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 da. So I think I can I, I can understand what you mean. Cool. For sure. Let's move on. What's next um, on the hot topic list? Women and Islam. Women and Islam. So part of our um, Ramadan special, we're gonna be talking about some. Um, 
we're going to try and highlight our religion our religion in the best light as possible because so Islam isn't in the right place right now someone oh not someone but I've picked someone that is I gone do you want to start yeah so all of us have picked basically an individual um, in in, in Islam uh, a female a woman because women can I just introduce this very quickly because I did do a bit of research on this right oh wow and basically um Go on, what did you say? <laughs> nah, you have to tell me. What did you say? We can check. <laughs> you can check? No, I said we can share. Oh, you can share. Oh, oh okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. So, um, basically, a lot of people have this misconception about women in Islam that they are, they are um, what's the word? Oppressed. Uh, they are oppressed. <laughs> and women are sort of second-class citizens. <laughs> Only so, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so... Wow. So, Only in Saudi Arabia. And so, that's not Islam. Right, so let's 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 go into this. So, so Islam, wow. right? We need to remember the history of where Islam came from, right. and it came from a time where people were so far behind and so um, what's the word? Uneducated, ignorant, yeah, yeah. uneducated, uneducated. Um, people were so backwards that women were an object. They were nothing more than toys, right? Let's That's what's up, let's not yeah. be crude. Let's just let's just be honest, right? So Islam, at a time where women were being treated like this, Islam gave women rights that are that were only quite recently given, right? So they were given voting rights. They were given the rights to inherit. They were given the right to choose who they wanted to marry. The right to divorce. There were rights to mothers. They they had the right to keep their own names. Because now in the West today, Same you know, the, the the women, when they get married, they have to take their husband's surname, right? Mm. They have the right to their own wealth. And no matter what they earn, their husband still has to provide for them. Um, I love that rule. I know, isn't it? It's such a beautiful rule. And, and, and these are the sort of things that Islam brings when it comes to being a woman. So actually, when we look at how women are treated in Islam and what they're given, I would say that they're given more than men are given. No printer. Um, they deserve it. Yeah, and they do absolutely deserve it. You're absolutely right. Um, because <laughs> women are given a hell of a hard time and they sacrifice a hell of a lot when it comes to being a woman. That's so time. stupid. So Jenna is in the between the feet of, of the a mother. That's it. Yes. So or uh, a woman. Anyway. I'll let you. I'll let you guys um start off. Wait, who's who's who are you talking about? I'm not about? telling. I'm not telling you until it's <laughs> like my turn. Right. I feel like okay. everyone's got the same. <laughs> yeah, one. I was gonna say that. I know everyone's got the same one. Go on. Who did you pick? Now go on, go does on. It, say does it. it start with a K? Yeah, we picked Khadija. Khadija. All oh, right, I picked Khadija as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. But listen, that just goes to show yeah. the level that she's on. That's yeah, she really because is. Khadija radiallahu taala anha, she was an individual who she's the first person that accepted Islam yeah she's the first person Follower, yeah. who accepted Islam she proposed person. to the prophet person, yeah. person yeah. yeah she's number one number one she's the f- I mean look at the amount of billions of Muslims in the world and she paved the way a woman paved the a way. woman mm. and right? not only that it's Go like oh, my mom's name was Khadija oh. yeah yeah so this is a dedication to my mother <laughs> too. so I always make everything about me but you know continue did you know that she proposed to the prophet yeah she proposed to the prophet she's an 80 she was older than the prophet <laughs> can i ask you a question go on if a girl that you like mm. proposed to you what mm. would you think honestly um, 
I would no me as an individual, yeah. I would it wouldn't phase me at all. But mm. I know individuals, it would phase them. It's 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 seen as something weird, right? Like the guy should be the one who gets on his knees. He should be the one who asks her out on the first date. It's a man's role in order to take control of that relationship to be the sort of you know um, gentleman to play the gender role. Yeah, yeah, to play that prominent kind of role. But for me, it wouldn't phase me at all. Um, so yeah, I ra- I rate this mm. I rate this lady so so highly because if it wasn't for her, I truly do believe that Islam wouldn't have got the boost that it did okay. in terms of financing. Yeah. She was a merchant. Mm. She had peas. She was a businesswoman. businesswoman. She gave the prophet his first, I would say, proper job in the industry that he was trying to get into. Mm. Um, he worked for her. She liked the way that he was and doing what his thing. Industry was that uh, as a as industry, a trades yeah. as a tradesman. Yeah. Um, so you know she really liked the way that he was working they both got married he didn't remarry until she passed away and they had their first daughter fatima was it no was it no i think so i think so wait did she ever did she ever have kids with yeah yeah i think yeah yeah i'm pretty sure she did there was one there was one one of um the prophet's wives that didn't right i don't know i I can't confirm that yeah, I can't even. <laughs> you, said, you said it like it was in, because um, I was just watching Line of Duty, now you're like, I yeah. can't confirm that. <laughs> if you say that, it's, it's the V. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I was just going to talk about how Come great on. she was in terms of like her yeah, skills. Right, mm. um, her skills as well, because her dad was, um, oops, had she basically, her dad was an, also a trader, wasn't he? Mm. Um, so yeah, and like, what was interesting was, when I was reading about like just her business ethics and the fact that she was so like just smart, mm. I guess, and the way that she dominated that industry was amazing as well, and that she was like the most trustworthy. She was also like the most skillful person in terms of just the way she did things, and I'm like, oh, I really want to be like that as mm. well. And, like anything that I wanted that I want to do and like achieve in life I want to be known as the person that is the most trustworthy and like who has good quality like service or like products or whatever it is and it was just like um, another thing as well with her wealth she always shared it with people Mm. so like especially like other women she really did believe in like women empowerment Mm. and when other women wanted to get married as well she would like pay for their dowry and like yeah just constantly feeding the poor mm. just doing things that a lot of women do nowadays but are not celebrated for they're just expected to do that whereas if nah she actually worked she grinded she didn't she wasn't ready to just like remarry for the sake of remarrying like she was a widow before and yeah she married someone who was 15 years younger than her and like although people nowadays would be like oh my god like why would a man marry a woman that is older mm-hmm. despite women or girls marrying a man that's older like it just shows that it's just the way society has programmed us programmed us to think a certain way like it's yeah it's just beautiful to know that back in the day it worked why can't it work now like we're supposed to be so advanced why can't we have these like why do we have why would we have to be so restrictive in our like our ideas and like just the way we 
like believe in love and just like embrace marriage and all these things like why is it why does it have to be like a way like why do you have to date first and after you date you you know marry and then after you marry you buy your house together then after you buy a house together you have kids and it's like it's so controlled and if you don't follow that way it's like it doesn't make sense but it's like she's been doing bits for the longest you know and that's what she's congratulated for and yeah that's that's why i picked her because i look at my nieces and my mom they all have the name khadija and i believe that names in general like really do create like a destiny for you i know it sounds weird Mm. but like me pfizer means like you know successful and like victorious and all these great things that you and i'm like yeah and i'm like do you know what i do believe that that has that word really has impacted my life it does because my name is happy and i'm genuinely like i'm a very happy person yeah 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 it means happy what does happy mean it means happy farah means farah means happy in some really yeah sick so yeah why did you pick why did i pick her yeah because I think she is an icon. I think she represents what women should be. She is she at be. the forefront Jeez. of liberating women around the world in the 21st century today. And it's so mad to say that because this is a lady who, was it the 6th century or whatever? Was around in the 6th mm. century. Like, it boggles me. It really, like, discombobulates me. <laughs> when It's the best word in the world. When, when, when I see this agenda about women being oppressed in islam and how you know we are this backwards religion who live in the stone ages um we are this sort of death cult and bloodthirsty group of people and what frustrates me even more is when i see muslim and i've got no right to say this i've got no right to even um carry out these actions but it it frustrates the hell out of me when i see muslim girls who um behave in a certain way um because of the because of their surroundings and because of the way that they've been influenced you've got a woman here you've got a lady here who has paved the way for you who has really given you something to strive for and you're here trying to look like i don't know Kim Kardashian or whatever, whoever whoever it is today who is giving the wrong messages to um, Muslim girls and women. It, I mean, what it is it really that Kim, Kim Kardashian has done that is so okay, bad? She was an example, but let's. But you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Like yeah, these social media mean, stars, you know, and it's what's in front of you, though. I think it's bigger than that, though. I'm sorry. I'm Go on. Because I feel like, um, sorry, I feel like um, you're right to say that, but I think men have a lot to do with the fact that yeah you're right you're absolutely right women are not mm-hmm. not like not to say not like Khadija but are not aspiring to mm-hmm, be like mm-hmm. Khadija if that makes sense it's because of a lot of factors as well like again one what why I kind of picked Khadija as well was the fact that she she's she's like she literally challenges every stereotype of what a woman forget Muslim a woman should be mm-hmm. um the fact that everything you said about marriage, blah, blah, blah. The fact that, you know, she was a businesswoman. The fact that she proposed first, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've gone backwards. A lot of yeah, us. 100%. And it's not the dean, it's the culture. 
in our yes. different cultures we've gone backwards and we've stuck to a lot of cultural things that you mm-hmm. were mentioning before mm-hmm. and we've left the deen with it and now it's mm-hmm. become even more complicated than before mm-hmm. and women are seen to be objectified now I mean 100% yeah. 100% to a certain degree not to say that Islam is that yeah, it's yeah. definitely the culture yeah so yeah so I mean this I is something like this is just the world in general yeah, yeah. Like, like, we're specifically talking about Islam yeah. But like, and yeah you're right you're like right. the world in general has d- has done this to women yeah, I um, forgot to mention this actually in the in the sort of intro to this, but um, a lot of people when they have issues with Islam, they tend to pick on cultural things. So mm. it's not really. What do you mean? It's not really. Of course, it's not Islam no. which has the problems. Yeah. It is the cultural aspects of certain you know countries or certain areas of the world. Um, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I mean exactly. So when you said Saudi Arabia, look at the look at what they're doing around the world I mean in Yemen and of course I don't want to go into this too much but I mean look at all of this kind of stuff um, that's not justified it's just the superpowers isn't it yeah that it's, they have it's mad I, I genuinely really do feel like we are living it in a jahiliya time a time what of ignorance it? okay I mean I mean, the prophet did say that the end of times will be a time where it will be like stupid people will be in power yeah that's one of the signs and the youth will take over and like the there's a lot of fits now ISIS mm. yeah man we're in the midst of it you know we we are literally at the end of days I don't want to be like really like dark and sort of no. thing about all of this but it's, it is what it is isn't it like right now we're at the bottom of the timeline it's mad I thought I said we're midway nah nah we're not we're not we're not we're not midway we're definitely we're right at the I'll end I'll say I'll say 60% nah we are 90% uh, there mate nah, do you know why 90 nah, I would. do you know why because Fam, all the minor signs are done, you know. So you're only waiting for one major sign, and then they all fall like beads, what fall off a string. Well, it's not really, they don't have an order, but every single minor sign the prophet mentioned is right That's in front happened. of our eyes. What was the yeah. last minor sign that happened that you remember? Um, it's not something I can remember. It's in front of me now. What? Um, so for example, the prophet said that there will come a time where. Um, days will turn like hours hours oh, will yeah, turn yeah, like yeah, minutes well, minutes will turn yeah, like facts. seconds and that's not and that's not him talking about specific the clock that's him talking about um, the way that people operate in terms yeah. of getting from destination A to B because back then for them to go to one city to another it would take them a day Absolutely. but we've got things like cars and planes and trains is that interpretation that's, that was the interpretation yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of the interpretations things but like just in general like the time would just be so quick yeah, because think about it. We're living in like a really sort of fast paced fast paced world. Like I said, social media is mad. You listen to one thing today and it will change tomorrow. That'll be old news. So, bruv, I'm telling you, it's mad right now, you know. I, I got you lot thinking, innit? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I already knew this already. You know, the look on their faces. But there's, there was other other signs that I thought would, you know, uh, you would mention. Go on. I mean, this is the most like obvious what? one. Go on. The sun changing where it rises from that's the that's the that's the major sign so the sun will set in the is it the west because it yeah. usually sets in the east no mm, mm, mm. Yeah. so it will set in the west and obviously people then will probably think it's science but that's basically the last sort of and like a lot of people that are in power would think that they have control shepherds will um what do you call it they will compete to build High rise buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obviously yeah, yeah. a bait one. That's yeah. That's everyone knows that. Everyone yeah. knows that one. Yeah. Um, Dubai. I mean, Dubai. And Especially in the and Middle and East. Even Mecca as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So the Arab, the Arab countries will be the richest 
in the world obviously we see that now mm. they're the richest um yeah. there will there Can will we classify be israel as an arab country it's in the middle east so yeah um okay. it's not arab because they don't speak arabic. arabic but i think they understand arabic i think they can i think they're dual they can speak hebrew and arabic mm. yeah okay well moving on to right. our um other topic go on talk about one charity organization that is helping the muslim community oh, i can't man because i flopped okay i'll talk i was going to talk about water aid but it's okay really i'll talk it. about a charity go on um it's a charity that um i'm actually um i volunteer for and i do quite a lot of work with them mm. it's called galbur foundation um okay. and yeah it's literally the reason why i want to speak about it because it was on the topic of speaking about women mm. um who are like really courageous who do things single-handedly who wake up every day and literally their their you know their their motivation is to serve those who are marginalized mm. you know young people and just people that don't have access to a lot of resources mm. um so yeah it's uh, the charity is called Gulbu Foundation it's a small charity based in Islington okay. um it's run by a beautiful lady who uh, should I say her name yeah, Jamad. Um, yeah, she is. She's actually has the same birthday as me. So Shout that's out, Jamad. Yeah, so I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I started volunteering for this charity a while ago, actually. So about two years now. And it, it focuses on mainly um, on the youth. Mm. So just trying to bring that kind of vibe used to have back in a day where young people had somewhere to go to mm. and had like just a hub like when i was growing up i had my youth center literally right um in the middle of my like estate mm-hmm. and it was so nice because most of the times it was closed yeah. but we knew we could always access it mm. and like there was just like a community sense of vibe so that's one of the things that like we do definitely promote um we focus on like mental health and like embracing culture mm. and like arts so going back to what we were talking about earlier when we were saying how um like one of the things that we don't like about our cultures or the somali culture or the bengali culture is that we have like these traditional views mm-hmm. and that despite that we're in the uk we haven't really adapted to the system properly mm-hmm. um so yeah one of the things that Gullible Foundation actually tries to push is like independent work for like just I don't know how to explain it like being creative is is also a profession for example mm. so we've like really pushed that kind of agenda we're working with like the police local authorities like service providers to help like families and like young people to access like these you know let's say mental health in like practitioners what you know just stuff like that in general mm, mm. um so yeah i think that's like an overview of the charity as well but in terms of like the community work that she does as well it's amazing she's she's hosting her second annual iftar mm. open iftar which is open to like everyone um and they can that? come promote, promote. that's on the 28th of may we're not trying to promote too tough because you know it's a bit of hard work, you know. Trust. Um, so yeah, it's an open iftar on the street. Yeah. Um, and you can go on our Instagram and you can see like last year's one as well. Mm. So that'll be good. That'll be on the 28th of May in um, N1. 
in Dame Street. So yeah, um, Dee, do you have a charity that you want to speak about? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Not, I mean, it's not a charity. It's more like a. It is a charity, but it's also like a community. I think you might probably have heard of it, guys. Groomy's Cave. Who? Uh, Rumi's, Rumi's Cave. Cave. Okay. Um, so they are, I guess, an Islamic organization slash religious space slash community space based mm. in. Is it in where is Wolverine. it? No, not Wil- Kil- Kil- Yeah, Kilburn. That's Kilburn. it, Kilburn. Um, amazing. Um, yeah. So the guy that um, I guess started it was Sheikh Babikid. He is a Sudanese Sheikh. Um, he's based in London, but he's like well, he's he's known worldwide. Um, most of their kind of practices are kind of Sufi based, but they also do work around um, community. So I know that during Ramadan they basically. Um, provide like free meals to like the homeless but they also have a thing called Rumi's kitchen and mm. that is also like a another kind of space where um people volunteer to to help the homeless around the mm. area so they do a lot of community work um yeah it's just a, such a nice place to just be mm. um i've been there a couple of times performed a couple of times as well so mm-hmm. yeah i like that i like i really well, like Rumi's cake they have like the cultural aspect of of their like organization what is that in particular particular like in terms of like the link ups that they do on a weekly basis they have just different things they're like open mic nights they will have poetry nights they will have like even the sheikh will do like stories about the prophet so there'll be like thematic things mm-hmm. they'll have trips to like um spain and like to, is it like the islamic places in spain yeah, yeah, do yeah trips so there's a lot of activity Granada. yeah it's just really nice so i like rumi's cave big up rumi's cave sick boom so don't look at me bruv i ain't got that's fine i wasn't looking at you anyway. well i do it's water aid i can't really tell you much about water aid because i don't know much about water aid but i know they provide water so that's important we will need water we made six is it 75 how many percentage of our body is it 80 percent the majority of our body is made up of water in it and it's mad to think in 2019 there are countries who are struggling to find water so do donate okay cool um moving on right to our final topic go on so how has the last two weeks been for you during ramadan oh so we're just uh, summarizing yeah yeah and how would you like the following weeks to look like for you do you want to go first no you go first (coughs) having a coughing fit my throat is dry okay for the last two weeks i would say in general it's been very like my spirituality Mm. has been heightened okay i would say um, so like my awareness of just things has really been like I don't know I think I've really looked into a lot of things and been and addressed it like properly because I'm a person in general I'm just like oh yeah whatever it is what it is you know if something bothers me <laughs> at work I'll be like yeah I'll do it myself like, it is what it is or if something happens at home or I'll be like it's fine I'll do it myself but now I'm actually like thinking and actually stopping and thinking, okay, so what is it that I like about the situation? What is it that I don't like? Like like I said last week, I'm just working with intention. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, I think that the last two weeks has really, really, like, forced me to, like, think about th- my intentions or things. And, like, even when, you know, in the month of Ramadan, we're so used to, like, stopping all the, like, naughty things that we do. But it's like, okay, so why do I do that? Why do I have these bad habits in the first place? And how do I actually address them? And how do I apply my religion to my everyday life? So, I'm like, I'm just trying to not be harsh on myself anymore. Because 
when I was younger, I always used to say, yeah, when I get older, I'll then we'll start practicing the religion properly. Then, like, I, I mean, I didn't really believe in it. I always wanted to, like, embrace religion, like, in my everyday life. But I kind of used to, like, ignore it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, I want to learn Arabic. I want to learn, like, you know, the, about the Quran more. I want to learn about my religion more. More, but how do I actually apply it to my everyday life and like not make it into a burden mm. and like a chore? Because a lot of things in my life right now, I feel like I treat them like a chore. Like me working nine to five, I'm like, uh, it's because I have to do it. Mm. Um, <laughs> me going to uni, oh, it's because I have to do it. Like me doing this podcast, I mean, I love it and everything, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, is it something that I have to do? Yeah, yeah. But yeah I don't want to be like that no more. You know what I mean? Because I think that's what capitalism is. Mm. It yeah. makes you like just become numb to the world. Like I don't want to be numb anymore. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm not saying I was depressed or anything, but like I just really want to rethink what I have around me mm. and just like make sure I'm appreciating my friends more. Mm. Like. I'm actually investing in my friendships more and like investing in what means like what what's important to me what is actually important to me that's what I'm actually thinking about mm. and yeah and it's like I know I'm just going on but it's like really thinking okay so what is programmed me to think this way what is in like my subconscious mind what what am I doing like consciously mm. and how do I like not train my subconscious mind, but like really think about what I actually think about outside of my day to day like life. Yeah, what's going on up in there? Yeah, because I I don't think we do that, especially when you're at work. No, we definitely don't. Between nine and five, you're yeah. not allowed to think about yourself. Of course not. You're not allowed to even. You're barely allowed to even use your phone like that. Let's be honest. Like you're not really meant to bring your problems from home yeah. into the surface. When it's like, no, I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it that I want and what is it that I feel? And, like, if I feel this way, how am I going to address it? Mm. Why are people, like, taught and, like, programmed to believe that, oh, you need to get a job. And, yeah, there's going to be times where you're not going to like it, but you're just going to have to firm it because, you know, it's the experience and you're young. But it's like, why am I wasting all these years doing these things mm. that is just supposed to make me happier later what is actually making me happy now and why is it not making me happy now so yeah that's what my last two weeks have been about Jeez. pretty intense but Mad. i think it's needed 100 percent. um i think i feel like we're in therapy right now you know yeah i, was just, I just had to deep with my vows that was deep but it's good it's good it was interesting because last week i think it was last week's podcast i remember you mentioning yeah, so guys, I do listen. Jeez. I actually listen into a podcast like while I'm about to sleep, like sleeping. Yeah, this is yeah. yeah. She's not the only one, you know. Turn on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Rum, I didn't know we have that soothing effect. Yeah, you guys have a very soothing effect. We do. I feel like I'm that type of just makes you want to just put down your volume. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. Because it was hyping, innit? Yeah. No, no, no. no, it's funny. It's yeah. good. It's good. Um, I think this week. Uh, you basically mentioned um, like self reflection, like around you, your friends, your family. Da, da, da. So that was really good. I remember you just mentioning like that, mm. and I think I'm definitely trying to um, take that on board. I think you just mentioned how um, you said 
please don't. I mean, no, 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 no. Correct me if I'm wrong. This ain't turn it in. (laughs) You're not gonna get done for plagiarism. It's all right. (laughs) Well, you say that. No joking. Um, I think you said something about um, this is the time to really reconnect with the people around you that you haven't spoken to for a long time. Yeah. Remember you saying that? I was like, yeah, 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 I really deep that. I was like, yeah, it was good. That was a point to make. But um, yeah, I feel like this week it's been. I've just been quite quiet. I mm. think even at work, I'm just very quiet. Yeah. But but everyone knows I'm fasting, which is so nice, and mm. I've got that flexibility, which is so nice. Um, but I've just had a very quiet week. Mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like nothing crazy. Mm. I just want to be by myself sometimes, hot oil when needed. Do you know what I mean? So it's just been it's been good. I think it's been good. Yeah. Brilliant. And my week has been okay. Um, wow, <laughs> guys, this is like the first time he's he's That's said this. Really <laughs> now nah, listen, listen. Let me be honest. Um, my my second week. So my first week it started off really really well, and I started to feel the absence of the devil. Um, this week I'm feeling the presence of my bad habits. Absolutely, so, you're feeling the presence. <laughs> Of, of your bad habits presence of my bad habit 100%. last week I felt the absence of the devil which meant that I wasn't I was I was behaving very well and I could feel myself you know elevated on that spiritual <laughs> level I because the devil wasn't around I understand but this week it's like okay fine I understand the devil's not around but my bad habits are still around yeah, 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 yeah. and I don't know I just feel like I've become really exhausted this week and it's because I have not been able to take time out in order to focus on myself and try to take advantage of this month because my schedule's mad. It's like I leave the house at, well, nowadays, during Ramadan, I'm leaving quite late. So I leave my house at, let's say, 9, 10, and then I come back home at 12, midnight. So... Every day. Every day. Um... Especially sounds like my life, bro. Especially this last week as well. Yeah, this is me. This too. week I haven't had a single day off. I haven't been able to break my fast with my family. Um, I haven't been able to. I mean, basically, the story of my life is I work day and night. Um, and as soon as I finish in the evening, I go to Regent's Park Mosque and I try and catch the last oh, bit of taraweh. Really um, but well done, I boy. never make it, so I have to pray my share. And then I need to bus out before everyone else buses out because there's like a massive stampede of people and I really don't like that. So um, it's just been draining this last week and I'm Very really com- repetitive, hoping- isn't it? Yeah, it's been repetitive, it's been draining and I just haven't had the energy to do anything else other than repeating my cycle so yeah he's been airing me guys i've been airing everyone bro like how many how no, many chats left open? yeah no he's no. he's airing me he's all the working, no like, but no. before he was never like One, that two, three four five bro i've got eight chats open eight eight chats that i need to reply to um it's mad yeah it's just mad right now because obviously when you're lacking in you know when you're dehydrated and you're i, I wouldn't say that i've been hungry though but i can go without food i've realized yeah. that i cannot eat and i'll be happy i'll be content but it's when you're dehydrated and you're just not getting the liquid in your body, your mind, your brain just slows down. So, like, on Twitter, I've been absent. On Instagram, I've been absent. I haven't been able to just do any work other than repeat my He's cycle. really been treating the tomato, the tomato podcast as a... Like a tomato, fam. 
No, like just, a rotten tomato. You've been treating us like a side thing. Yeah, I really yeah, have. Salad is a side. It is a oh, good one. Very side, good. You know, bit of a food. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that, I'm I'm hoping the next few weeks, um, I try and pick things up a little bit. I say that now, probably won't happen, but I would Let's like. Let's just do it after Ramadan, whatever it is. Mm. Just get through the mandatory. Like, yeah, I feel a bit sad though that I'm letting this month go to waste, mm. even it's though not. I shouldn't. You're not. You're really not. It's mm. hard, I think, especially because like where we are, like we're not in fucking Somalia or Bangladesh yeah, yeah, or yeah. like places where they're accustomed to Ramadan. Like yeah. I said, Bangladesh. Just, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you said it like a Somali. <laughs> Bangladesh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's calm. Um, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what I mean. Yeah. And I said, do you know what it is? Don't feel too bad because mm. Allah knows. Mm. Allah no. I know it's not even that. It's like we're allowed to be tired. Yeah, man. Hello. Yeah. We're allowed to be drained. Mm. Like we it's it's crazy that you you think that you're not allowed to be drained. No, I know like, that. I just like do you I, know just, what I, I mean? just feel a bit annoyed that I'm just not really doing that yeah, but most it's like, that I should be doing. Sometimes you have like I've embraced as well. Sometimes we really don't include downtime. Yeah. That's so bad. I mean we're young, I get it. We're hard working, whatever, whatever. But it's like, yo, sometimes you're allowed to feel sad. Sometimes you're mm. allowed to be emotional. Mm. Sometimes, you know, you can cry. You can do all these things. I mean, I'm, I know I sound bare, like, depressive. <laughs> but it's true. Like, yeah, yeah. we never include this in our daily, day-to-day routine. Mm. And it's like, we have to try to, isn't it? Sick. Yeah. Wow. So how do you want the next two weeks to look like for you guys? Um, okay, so my next two weeks, I'm going to try and pick things up. Like I say, I'm going to try and... Basically, I'm going to embrace the fact that I'm not doing anything for anything else. Um, because okay. someone said that to me yesterday. They were like, like, I know I'm not really focusing on my work as much, but I'm happy because, you know, Ramadan's only one month. So let me focus on myself this month yeah. and then I can pick things up afterwards. So I think I'm going to embrace the fact that I'm not Good. really doing much as in I'm not active on certain places where I should be. Um, and I'm going to try and just really reconnect with myself and try and think what I can be doing in order to better myself. Yeah. I really like that. Um, I think just more self-reflection, mm-hmm. be more patient. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think I'm a very patient person, but I feel like Ramadan has made me impatient, mm. which is I... a bit mad. Um, so just be more like sabr, sabr, tea, sabr. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to work on that. Sabr means patient. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm just gonna try and get this assignments done. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are yes. saying, oh, do you know what? Yeah, yeah put these things like, aside. Week five hundred and twenty-three. Uh, <laughs> Wait, when are you done? You're almost done, now. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm nearly done. Um, yeah, and just like. Wait, wait, so when are you done? At the end of this month. Oof. Yeah, so it's okay. Mm. I'm I'm going through the paces. Mm. I mean, as much as I don't like sitting in a library, mm. like just going through. I know this sounds so lame, but like you know the creative process, mm. like the mental blocks, mm. and then boom, you get bare ideas. Then you're like, tick, 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 and the next minute you stop, and it's just training the mind. I feel like I've been training my mind a lot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think. That's what I'm just going to embrace. Yeah. And like really sticking to what I'm like, if I say I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm not making no plans. 
Sick. like you said as well. Mm. And that's it. Fantabitastic. Um, we need to break iftar together, you know. Oh yeah, let's do a um, tomato podcast iftar. Come, who's um? If anyone listening to this wants to join, you do message. It'll probably be in the next few days. So yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, big one things. When I'm off, yeah. At your yard, yeah. No. <laughs> Chabi, do, do you want to see the state of my house? No, no, no. Shall I show you my table? Um, no one I'll show you my table no afterwards. No one wants to travel my to Giddy Park. Alright, right, so listen. So I moved houses recently and... Bruv. I know. I listen to your podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I often forget, like, we do get listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do, uh, yeah, so my, my house is like a building site. It's mad. Like, I'm living on the floor. My parents are living in the shed. That's good for your back, though. Yeah... It's alright, it's not bad. Um, but anyway, yeah, I thought we could go out somewhere, man. Um, I've got like options in it, so you can pick. What's the first option? Um, okay, so basically, um, I've got five different places that I want to go to. Five. Five. Yes. Yeah, so the fact that he's at five. Five <laughs> different places. Yeah. So the first place that I thought about this place is in Stratford. It's called H H and C H H. Oh. It's basically like meat co meat and co do you guys know meat and co yeah yeah it's like a it's like a steakhouse here yeah. so this place is like a steakhouse but it's like a really um it's not a budget steakhouse but like it's, it's good in it it's, it's really Beatech. nice and homey. yeah but it's nice i like it so right. it's not it's not overpriced or anything so there's that um they do like steak and like they do grilled chicken and um mashed potato and all that kind of stuff mm. do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah i'm not yeah. selling the place well am i no so it's all right that, yeah. it makes sense it makes sense and then there's another place. We'll tag them in it. Um, we've we've um, promoted them. Hundred percent. There's um there's place there's a place in Green Lanes. It's Turkish, and it's called um. Kervan. Huh. Kervan. Kervan. Yeah. There's Kervan as well, yeah. But there's another place. This place is further like the down. Best Turkish place ever. Huh. Is it further down near? Um. It's like off the Green Lane station. But I forgot. I, f- I, I is forgot. Is it near Wood Green? Hmm. Is it near Wood Green? No, no, no. I know what place you're talking about. That place I've, ba- I've banged out so many times. Yeah, let's the go stew. there. I don't mind. Bruv, the stew. Do you know what? They've got a sick deal. It's like £8. They give you a stew, like a fat portion of like... W- there's different options that you can pick in it. And then they give you a fat rice and they give you some baklava and tea. Oh. I know what I want. I want the... You know the £30, what do you call it? Um, Platter? Yeah. Bruv, you're moving much. <laughs> no, not... Obviously, the bit where we share it. All right, cool. I was going to say, fam, right. Where it's got the chicken wing, yeah. the lamb, hey. the kofta. Come, we'll pick one. Right, we'll pick some The couscous. Nah, no and I want some bokhari oji. What's that? The spring rolls. Spring rolls? Yeah. That's they have spring, spring rolls, rolls in Turkish yeah. restaurants? They have For pastries. Real? Okay. And it's got, like, cheese in it. Okay. I'm not saying it right. <laughs> I think I know it. Yeah, they're really nice, isn't it? Beautiful, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, third third place. Um, basically, I want to go to a really nice Indian place. Not like a really crappy Indian place, but a nice Indian place. Um, but I don't know what which one. And the fourth is um, Nando's because I have a specific meal that I want. So I want half chicken, and I want a large portion of mash and a large portion of rice. Do you know my Nando's meal is really succinct? Um, I have. Wait, wait, I've had. Uh, you know, I had Nando's three times last week. What? Nand- What's I had wrong with Nando's you? yesterday as well. Four times. You're moving mad, you know. Here? Yeah, because I'm at Burbank. There's nowhere else to go. Other than Subway and yeah, Bosaba. No, Do you know where you need to go? I can tell you where to go. I know yeah. Goose Street like the back of my hand. Yeah. You need to go to this um, Turkish street food place. No, I that's forgot. Far. No, it's not. It's Goose Street. 
I ain't got time to be walking around like that. Bro, it's right there, man. It's down the road. Because I'm telling you, you'll like this place. It's called Pide. Okay. You know Pide? Um, mm. It's like a sort of pastry. It's lovely. You'll mm. love it. Yeah. That's Pide. Fifth, and fifth spot. Who's fifth spot? What's, what's the fifth spot that you want to go to? Oh, um, I think it's only four. Okay, cool. Mm. All right, guys. The invitation's there. Yeah, trust. Follow me. Um, Like, DM me. Well, I, I guess this is a perfect chance to give our social media. Yeah. Yeah, so if you do want to connect with us, you can do on the following social media pages. We're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, our Instagram page is at The Tomato Podcast. Our Facebook page is at Tomato Podcast. But our Twitter page is strangely at Podcast Tomato. Mm. We're working on it. So, yeah, you can um, do follow us on those pages if you want to, you know, get to know us a little bit more behind the scenes. All of that good stuff. Um, and also if you want to listen to this podcast well you are right now but um, I should let you know that we are on some other podcast hosting pages this as well this is I look forward to every week so well done yeah so you'll be glad to know that we are on YouTube SoundCloud iTunes Spotify and any other hosting um, podcast pages and do you know the best part about all of this what tell us Farhad I mean I don't know whether I don't know whether tell this us. is I don't know whether it's some like Ramadan deal or something, but oh I heard God. that all of this stuff, special. all of these podcasts are absolutely free. What? Oh my God. Bruv, I don't know. I don't know what, because let me tell you, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, these podcasts are not supposed to be free. I think I accidentally pressed the free button <laughs> as I was uploading it. So you get this episode for free, you know, it's mad. So why don't you go and leave us a review um, on iTunes to let us know whether you like the podcast. Well, if you don't like it, don't obviously leave a review. No, but leave it. We want to know what no, people think. No, but just think. don't give us, don't give us one stars, like five stars only, please. Uh, excuse me. Why are you moving like an Uber driver? No, I trust. Five <laughs> stars only, please. Because these times people only listen to podcasts for five stars, isn't it? So, oh, yeah. And I they do. can leave comments on our SoundCloud. Yeah, do leave comments. Come on, guys, man. Connect with us. Connect, bro. I'm actually quite happy um, with the amount of sort of connections that I've been getting with people through this podcast because mm-hmm. I've been meeting quite a lot of new people like D and also um, Khalid. Wow. What? His name is Sadiq. Sadiq Khalid. Yes, it is Sadiq Khalid. Yeah, that's why oh, I said is it. it. Is it? I'm asking you. I don't know. No, I know him. I think that's his last name though, isn't it? Sadiq the Honest. That's how I know him. Oh, no. I can't even edit that out bro i'm so sorry um when we do get to know each other <laughs> papers, better now when we get to know each other better i will not forget your name i promise um I was, I to be honest you were calling me phaser for like for like yeah, three episodes yeah I, I still prefer phaser to be honest phaser right boom well thank you guys for listening yeah and trust. D, it's been a pleasure to have you yeah thank you very much for coming on man i hope you've enjoyed it and oh wait have <laughs> <laughs> we're sharing a mic so it was oh, like yeah, sorry. we keep forgetting but yeah it was it's been an honor to have you on our show and um yeah we hope to have you back here again mm. in the near future mm. definitely thank you guys anytime you're very very Pleasure. welcome um best of luck with all the music and stuff and um obviously you know you know i i do take care of nahia very well so i'm trying to get him to you know Pattern oh, he's a manager. Basically, basically, like, I would like you guys to do a project together, it? To try and make a song together. Maybe. You can listen to his stuff. 
Let me know what you think of it. He's got a kind of rock voice, but he does like neo soul and R and B. Oh wow, cool! Mm. Have a listen for sure. Okay, amazing. Cool. Right, cool. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on episode thirty-eight. We'll be back with episode thirty-nine next week. Same time. And until then, goodbye. Cool. Bye.